last week on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Okay, fam, my phone low-key disrespected me. My phone said, bitch, I don't know who the fuck you are. I have an important PSA that I'm shocked that I even have to say. Please do not cook your chicken in NyQuil. He ain't shit, and his food probably matches his work ethic. Horrible, pathetic, and slow. Mic drop, bitch. My my question to you, Mello, and everybody listening, is what did the sanitary napkin say to the fart? You are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> so, good morning. <laughs> what, what up, peace, silly listeners? Welcome to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously. Yo, the Professionally Silly Podcast, I'm your audible boo-thang, Amber Smiles Jones. I got my cousin Mello here who was joining us for this episode. Hello. The sanitary tissue, like, I just, I I, I still can't get past that. Yeah, it's it's it was to an interesting fart? way to start. To yeah. the fart. Wow. It was a great joke. No, I can't, no. It was hilarious. No. I loved it. You're a man. What do you know? It's horrible. <laughs> I'm sure there's some ladies listening right now who are losing it. It was horrible. <laughs> Yo, this is the podcast where we shoot the shits where the comedy can be actually in any topic. We can meet any topic. So, yo, shout out to all of my listeners, my OG listeners, and my newbies. Today, we have part two of last week's podcast. So if you missed it, go back and take a listen to that episode first. We talked about a lot. We talked about Waffle House and why I had beef with them, which did not come with a side of hash browns. Okay. Which, by the way, I have an interesting update about that. Really? So Yeah, I do. I wow. do. We'll get to it. And we also talked about my phone thinking that I'm ugly. You, yeah, you heard you heard what I said. You know, a lot of things were discussed in last week's episode, so go ahead and check it out. As always, before we get started here, do me a favor, and uh, I want you guys to go ahead and give this podcast a five-star and written review on whichever platform that you're listening to. Hook up your Audible booth thing with the opportunity to earn new listeners. The more good stars I get, five stars and good reviews that I get, yo, this podcast actually becomes suggested to other people who haven't heard of this podcast yet. And that's the goal. That's awesome. I want to grow. I'm not ashamed of that. Don't forget to go ahead and uh, check out the Professionally Silly Podcast Instagram page at It's Pro Silly. I will post photos pertaining to this episode. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and get to it? Mm-hmm. I mentioned that I have an update about the Waffle House that shooed me away. That's her. Okay. If you missed it, definitely go back and take a listen because I'm not going to recap uh, in this episode here. So what I didn't share with you guys is when I was actually sharing this story with you about the, what happened at Waffle House, I started to get mad again. <laughs> like it just, <laughs> it just came back. I was like, oh, that's that son of a bitch. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I just got mad all over again. So I decided to go to the Waffle House website and looked up that particular location and let them know what happened. You filed a complaint. I 
fucking did. I pulled ah! a Karen. I did. I did. Because I didn't think they were going to actually see the Yelp review mm-hmm. or the Google review. I mean, nobody cares about those. Yeah, no one does because people can just say whatever the fuck. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So I share what happened and I sent it in. Uh, the emails uh, for each location, it, it goes directly to the owner of that particular location. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. So I shot my shot. And if I'm being honest, I never really thought that someone would read it. I figured it would just get like lost in a sea of unread emails, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to big mm-hmm. companies like that. And so I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna be eating Waffle House free for a year. <laughs> oh damn! I should have asked for that. No, uh, he he got back to me about two days later, okay. and he called my cell phone. And of course, I ignored the call because I thought it was a scam call. Right. You, know, you know, I don't pick up numbers that ain't saved right, in my phone. Right, right. Damn it! It's so annoying because we can't answer our phones anymore. Okay, look, a little a little antidote here. When I was growing up, and the phone rang, fam. I couldn't wait to answer that shit. It was exciting. It's like, who's gonna, who's it gonna be when you're a kid? Like, is it for me? No, it's not for you, bitch. You don't pay bills. Someone's right. calling you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know. So it was just really exciting, especially like before you could screen calls. Like before there was like, was it caller ID? ID. Yeah. yeah. Before that yeah. was a thing, you had no idea who the fuck. And you remember how amazing it was when that shit came out? You could see who was calling. It was you? Star Six Nine. Oh yeah, I remember Star Six Nine. And then I think to block your number, it was like Star Sixty. I think Star 67. Star 67. Yeah, those. something like that. Yeah. Now, when an unknown number calls me and I think it's a scammer, this is, and you know this, you've heard me do this. Mm. This is how I answer the phone. Atlanta Metropolitan Police Department Cybercrimes Division. How can I help you? <laughs> yes. Legit. Legit. This <laughs> is Sergeant Jones. Go ahead. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And they sometimes they hang up immediately. And sometimes they're like, wait, what did she just say? And they take a beat. And they just stay real quiet. And then I repeat myself. Atlanta Metropolitan Police Department, right? You know what I do? What? I just say whatever county. And I'm like, Fulton County Sheriff's Office. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's just one of the ones that I say. Yeah, they really do. And every time I try to call that number back, all of a sudden. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. It doesn't work. Exactly. And it works every single time. Or the number doesn't take incoming calls. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Now, sometimes they sit there a little too long. So I'll like keep it going and I'll pretend to tell somebody in the background to go ahead and run this number like the rest of them. Uh (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and run this number like the rest of them. I'm I'm tired of this shit. And then they hang up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So I call that number back and once again, ta-da. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. So that shit fucking works. Okay. Wait, what was I talking about before that? Oh, that's right, Waffle House. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so the owner at that location called me, and I missed the call. Then I listened to the voicemail, and mm-hmm. I realized who it was. So mm-hmm. he said who he was, and and then he uh, asked me to give him a call back. Is pretty much what the what the voicemail said. He apologized and was upset that one of his employees would treat a customer like that. Right. You know. So I, I this is when I called him back. Is what he told me, and then he said he offered me a voucher for like like free twenty five dollars or something like that. At that location, I t- now this is this is what I said. I told him that I didn't need it, and even went as far to say because I was still kind of like, "What the fuck?" Even went as far to say, "Listen, Waffle House ain't gonna break me. I can afford everything on that fucking menu. That's not a problem." My issue was with how I was treated, mm-hmm. and the, and the fact that he decided to literally like verbally, like not verbally, but clearly disrespected the shit out of me. A black man doing that to a to a black woman. It, it just it was. That's the kind of shit we're talking about when they say that black women just don't get the respect. It can be this. It can be something larger. It can be something smaller. It doesn't matter. I'm fucking tired of it. I mean, and it pissed me off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's not get started. I'm getting upset now. Yeah. It, it just it just made me mad. So anyways, I declined, I declined the voucher. 
because I, I meant exactly what I fucking said, you know? So he said that he would love it if I came back to his location so that he could make up for what happened. And I told him that I would think about it. And then this is what he said. And I'm not kidding you. He said, well, if you do decide to come back and you are treated that way again, let them know that Kevin, which is not his real name, mm. that Kevin said to let him know about it. And then he proceeded to tell me that the number that I called him back on was actually his cell number. So he told me to save it. And if I ever do go back there and I'm treated some sort of way, let him know his name and what he said. Oh, snap. <clears throat> I never had an owner of any business well, um, personally contact me before. So I felt like a fucking, like a queen at the time. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, you should go back. Well, see, this is why I don't want to go back. Because attached to my Yelp and my Google, <laughs> I got photos of me. So they want to go to my profile and see what the fuck I am. So when I go back up in there, oh, I guarantee my hash browns are going to come with a side of spit and dirty dishwater. Yeah, right. So I ain't going back in you're there. Right. You you're know right. what I'm saying? Right. If they wanted to go see, well, who reviewed what? Yeah. Yeah. They can easily see who I am. I feel you. So, nah, I'm good. And there's like thousands of Waffle Houses. I, I'll survive. I feel you. And there's like 17 down the street, like right now. They're everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good on that one. So, listen. Uh, so, there's an update that I was telling you about. But I've, I've got some more random and, dare I say it, exciting news to share as well. But we will get to that and more on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Yo, Mello's on the mic. He's got something that he wants to share. Well, of course. You know, I'm back with my um, obscure laws and things like that. Right? Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, guess what? What? Did you know blasphemy? You know what blasphemy is, right? Yeah. What is it? Are you saying blasphemy? Yeah. Uh, say it again. Blasphemy. Oh, now you want to say it, right? <laughs> You're blasphemy? <laughs> blasphemy. Tell us about it. You know what it is, right? Yeah. What is it? Blasphemy is like something that shouldn't happen like religiously. Um, I guess like it's like, wrong or like, something like, like that. Cursing God and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. which is blasphemy. So in the state of Michigan, it is against the law to curse God. Oh, wow. Did you know that? Never happened to free speech. It's the misdemeanor. Church, hey, what, what, separation church and state. That's a misdemeanor. <laughs> That's a misdemeanor. All right. In Utah, you cannot bite while boxing. Bite while boxing? Yeah, so you know, like... Is it because of Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson? And, like, Damon El Salvador or whatever. Is that why? I mean, they be hungry in the ring. They be needing protein. It's a lot of... It's it's very athletically tiring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a physical thing. Ear jerky. So, in Alabama, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Pretending to be a religious figure is illegal. So, you know how, like, in Georgia, everybody says they're a pastor or, yeah, like, a deacon or whatever. Like, that. everybody gives themselves a self-claimed title. Yeah, they do that. Oh, that's Mother uh, Johnson, and she going to come over and pray on you. Is that Deacon Johnson over there? Deacon De- Deacon Riviera? Whatever the fuck. Why can't they have any more black names? Deacon Jones. There we go. Woo! Deacon Jones. Man, so, oh, that's my last name. All they right. basically say, like, speaking of false identities <laughs> at public places in Alabama, you mm-hmm. cannot pretend to be a minister, a nun, a priest, or a rabbi. If you aren't one, you're going to jail. I don't even understand why people would want to do that. That's weird. Guess what? What? In Severance, Colorado, where it constantly fucking snows, it was against the law to throw snowballs. What? Up until 2019. What? <laughs> that was just like a few years ago. You hear what I'm saying? What happens if you throw one? Is that like assault or something? Folks went to jail. Damn. So places where there's snow everywhere, I can't throw none? You can't. That's, that ain't right. It's cold as shit. My titties, you know what I'm saying? My nipples are cutting through my sweater and I, I can't throw a snowball. So, all right, we all have it. a grandma, right? Or had a grandma. Yeah, I don't have no more, but yeah. Mm, you I, get me? I experienced it. Grandma loved bingo, right? Stereotypically, they do. Yes. Stereotypically. 
So, bingo cannot last more than five hours in North Carolina. And I've actually been to some bingo games that were like nine hours, like tournaments and shit. Like, but were you in North Carolina? No. Oh, you weren't breaking any laws then. In <laughs> Indiana, you cannot sniff glue with the intent to get high. <laughs> so I can sniff it for other reasons? Yes. Okay, I want to sniff glue so that I can watch TV better. Yes. Adultery is still the crime <laughs> in the state of New York. So, you know, when people have those extramarital affairs, you can actually be charged. Oh. Ain't that some bullshit? I mean, yes and no. <laughs> you said no? I said yes and no. <laughs> Utah doesn't have happy hour. What? It's nah. illegal to discount booze or do anything that might promote to my Utah listeners. I can never visit you. I'm so sorry. Happy hour is out. If this podcast ever gets big, I am never going to do a show in Utah because it would be during happy hour. It's the cheapest time to do it. I got like one Utah listener. Rats. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. They know I love them. Guess what? What? You remember Silly String? Oh yeah, I love that shit. I love that shit too. Spray the fuck out of people. It's against the law what? in Connecticut. Nobody goes to Connecticut. It's Since, fine. What do you mean? It's a lot of money in Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. I don't go there. It comes with a $100 fine if you get caught. Oh, $100? Oh. Hitting the vending machine. I got to say, if you're in Connecticut, you can afford that fine. I get Yeah. yeah. The Hartford and all that shit. Yeah. Hitting the vending machine is a no-no in Derby, Kansas. You can go to jail. Oh, like if your shit gets stuck, if you can't hit it? If your shit gets stuck and you're frustrated. See, if I have an extra dollar, I'll buy it again, and hopefully I can get two or three. You want to know something else that's Doesn't really funny work, that you though. probably never thought about? What? For all our Hawaiian listeners. Hawaii listeners? Yeah. Oh, hey, Hawaii. Billboards are illegal in Hawaii, so you won't see no billboards anywhere. Billboards are illegal? Yes. If you are living in Hawaii right now, let me know how many billboards you see on the highway. I'm dead ass. Yo, at the It's Professionally Silly podcast uh, fa- Facebook group. I could not find that word. <laughs> Facebook group. Now you're going to laugh at this one. It's the last one. Oh, I love to laugh. <clears throat> okay. Okay. People with sexually transmitted diseases wow. can, cannot okay. get married in the state of Nebraska. People with sexually transmitted diseases can't get married. The law states that no person who is afflicted with the venereal disease shall marry in this state. Wait As a minute. You're probably guessing. That's a tough one to enforce. So if you get a marriage license without so being at Texas, least half the state can't get married. I mean, it's, at least. It's Nebraska. I mean, half the state's probably all in one spot. <laughs> Yo, listen, if you're from Nebraska and you have an STD, let me know if you're if you're married. Like any STD, like any STD venereal, meaning, you know, down there. Why did you point at it like I didn't know what venereal was? <laughs> that was weird as shit. And why did you point at mine? Well, I don't, I don't have one, you know. You can still have a venereal disease. Venereal. Oh, well, genital genital. I guess you can get a venereal in the mouth, right? You can get a disease from someone else's venereal. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> all right so uh i'm not i'm not sure if any of you have heard about this but if you are on tiktok twitter instagram or any other form of social media then you probably have heard what's going on with adam levine oh my god they're yes. dragging the fuck out of him he is the for those of you who don't know he is the lead singer of the band maroon five and what was that show the voice that he was on yeah, or some shit yeah, yeah. The voice. and uh, i actually i really like the music i'm not gonna lie but um I mean, he makes kinda sucks. Music. yeah i like the music but you've seen his last video right when he had his 
baby mom and child in the video. Mm, yeah. It kind of makes you look at the video different, you know? It kind of does. Like, it definitely does. Watch it. You'll be like... Yeah, now I have to rewatch it again and think about that. You know what I mean? I promise you. So we'll like, explain what we're talking about so you guys will get it here. So there is actually um, this Instagram model, and her name is Sumner Stroh. I think that's how you say her last name. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, Sumner posted on her TikTok the other day that she had an affair with Adam Levine for a year, okay? Then not long after they ended things, I think like maybe like a couple of months later, uh, he sent her a DM on her Instagram, I believe, and and uh, and he said this, okay, serious question. This is a quote. Okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. <laughs> Now, end quote, by the way, in case you aren't aware, the baby that he is having is with his wife. Yeah. So Homeboy's actually married to a Victoria's Secret model. Okay. First off, what is this thing with these men cheating on their sexy ass wives? Look at Beyonce. Look at Halle Berry. Look at Nia Long. Yeah. You know, she's going through it right now. Yeah. These men have women, have women that most of the world wants and still can't be faithful. Well, let me be fair. Let me be fair. Women ain't all that great either. Shit, look at Jada. Okay? So, <laughs> J- you know True. what I'm saying? Look at True. Jada. Then there's Stacey Dash. And honestly, I have no idea if she's ever cheated or been cheated on. She's but she's crazy, still an example dude. of why some women ain't that great. Mm. So, so I, I can't believe that I used to have a crush on her. I did, too. For the wow. longest. Like, I, clueless. I'm upset. Yes. I mean, she was fine. She was fine, but she was... You know what I'm saying? It was those eyes, you know? It was those eyes. She went soft when she like started speaking vocal about politics. I think once she started speaking in general, <laughs> that is when I mean she don't be saying shit anyway. But went yeah. downhill. Anyways, um, Adam Levine's wife and her name is Bahati, uh, Bihati or Bahati. I'm not sure which she way. She is a hottie. Yeah, she is. That, that's that name suits her very well. Like I said, Victoria's Secret model. So they have been married. Her and Adam have been married since like 2014, and they are now expecting baby number three. Now Sumner, the Instagram model, she mentioned in the video that she posted that she knew that Adam was married, but was under the impression that their marriage was over, and perhaps they were hiding it because that's just something that celebrities do when they mm-hmm. don't want the masses mm-hmm. to know what's going on, which sometimes it, it is, mm-hmm. you know, they have to keep a, a front, you know? And I, I think at this, around this time during the affair, she was like 19 or 20 or something like that during this year long affair. So I think she's currently in her early twenties now, I believe. So I'll be, I'll be sure to share the audio of that TikTok video in a moment. Okay. And you guys can hear for yourself, but she does mention in this video that she never planned to come forward publicly what with what actually happened, but she shared the screenshot with a friend that she thought she could trust, and that friend went behind her back and tried to sell the story to a tabloid. So she decided to come forward so she could get ahead of it and get her side out, and apparently the way she found out is because the tabloid reached out to her for <laughs> comment, and that's how she found out what her friend was up to. So that's wow. right. That's some shady. What a what a, what a shitty friend. You wow. know, you can't trust nobody. I'm telling she you. She was a friend. Of mine. <laughs> I 
I don't know. I was just listening to that today. It was funny. <laughs> I like you got a friend in me. What the songs have friend in it? Love or no. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what friends are for. <laughs> that's what friends are for. <laughs> so this right here goes to show you that not everybody in your life that you consider a friend or people even in your family. Okay. Let me tell you this. They don't always have your best interest at heart. And it feels like these days. People are so easy to say that someone is their friend or that they love someone. And sometimes we need to remember that whatever glitters ain't always gold. That's all I'm saying. And I always say that. Yeah. Like, I always say that. It, you, like, I always say that. Yeah, I always Things say that. Things my grandmama told me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, grandmama said. I'm just going to rip the bandaid off because I've retaken this like 10 times now. Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. At the time, you know, I was young i was naive and i mean quite frankly i feel exploited i wasn't in the scene like i am now um so i was definitely very easily manipulated we're in five is practically elevator music at this point so i'm sure you know who adam levine is um but adam and i were seeing each other for about a year after i stopped talking to him over you know a period of months this is uh how he came back into my life he said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. I'm in hell. Like, I have to be in hell at this point. <laughs> I mean, my morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I'm going to handle this privately. I never wanted to come forward because, obviously, I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do, and being an Instagram model. Um, so being tied to a story like this, it's like, I know the stereotypes. I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted, and one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid. So here I am. So Adam Levine has decided to respond to these allegations, mm -hmm. and he completely denied that he's ever cheated on his wife with Sumner. Oh. And <laughs> God, here we go. He did, however, admit that he that he quote unquote crossed the line, is what he said. So did you do it or not? Well, he goes on to say, and this is a quote that I'm going to read that he actually gave in a, in his little comment statement. I used poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. In certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. My wife and my family is all I care about in this world to be this naive and stupid enough to risk the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake. That's I could so never scripted. I could, I could, that I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We will get through it and we will get through it together. End quote. So Sumner um, did say that they were physical, <laughs> but Adam denies that. And here's the thing. There's more. There have been other women <laughs> who have come forward about him cheating with them mm -hmm. and about him sending them inappropriate DMs or messages. Y'all, it's about to go down because other women well, can are I say actually coming out with their own stories. So about what this. if this is like what is like a Me Too movement? It might be now no one is saying that, that they sexually assaulted him. I get it. They're just saying that he did but cheat. But it, it's the same it's the same principle. You get what I'm saying? Oh, you mean like once someone says something and then they all feel empowered yeah. to Yeah. That does happen. But some a lot of women or people in general, when one person gets the strength to say something and they're like, Fuck that I that me too. Which is I guess 
the Me Too movement, but <laughs> they ex they feel some sort of like strength or, or power or something that inspires them to also speak up. And mm -hmm. it does, it can't happen like that. I just wanted to make a part two. Um, I feel like it's obviously necessary. Um, hindsight is 2020. I initially wanted to go in and talk about how remorseful I feel and how embarrassed and disgusted I am with myself, but I didn't want people to look at it and think like, oh, she's playing the victim. But in reality, it had the opposite effect. Something I now realize I didn't touch on enough was the fact that um, one of my friends had attempted to sell it, um, which I realized yesterday whenever they reached out to me for comment. And so I was completely frantic. That is why that video is, for one, just so all over the place. And two, why I didn't touch on some of the things that I initially would have liked. So in this video, I'd like to address some of those things. I only came forward because I wanted to kill whatever story the tabloid had. The most important part that I did definitely gloss over is the fact that I was under the impression that their marriage was over. I believe that they were keeping it quiet to avoid the negative press because as I had said, I was new to LA. So I just assumed that with celebrities of that caliber that that's just how it was. And that's why I feel exploited because he knew I believed everything that he said because of my vulnerable position of being new to LA. Also, he was DMing me straight from his verified Instagram account. I didn't have any reason to further question it. But I now realize that that was likely a manipulation tactic of his, you know, just hiding in plain sight. As soon as I had realized that was not the case, I had cut things off with him. In retrospect, I wish I would have questioned things more. I wish I wasn't so naive, but you know, being naive is not an excuse for what I did in the role I played in this. Again, in no way was I trying to gain sympathy and I fully realize I'm not the victim in this. I'm not the one who's really getting hurt here. It's Biotti and her children. And for that, I'm so, so sorry. But yeah, um, so the thing is, obviously, we know that now Sumner is not the only DMs that he's sliding into. Now, with vaginas, <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the man loves him so women. But my question to you is, is why do men like this even get married? For what? I don't, I don't for what? For the image. I don't get it. The image. Yeah. It's the image. I guess. I don't... A lot of people are just trained to do what the fuck, you know, they see everybody else do. So the thing is... He's Grow got... up, get married, you know what I'm saying? Have some kids. So you think it's like the human effect, pretty much? Yeah. Because it's like he's got different. all this money. He's his a handsome dude. His he's life's way different from Rich us. as fuck. Yeah. He does not think anything like us because he has all that money. You know, so he's always thinking about himself and protecting. So he's trying to basically, you know, settle down, create an empire. I mean, he was going to name his baby after his mistress. It's just... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Hey. I, there is not one female that I know that would ever allow you to name your child together. Is if he woman. wrote a book, I'd it read it. Would sell out. I would read it. See, I, I just admitted before you even finished that sentence. That's how it, it much money out. it would make. I would, it would read it. Out. I would read it. That bro, these these text messages they they can be screenshot. This is the world we live in. Anything you put online or messages that you send, whether or not you trust that person or not. If anybody gets a hold of that, screenshot it, boom. You think you deleted it and it goes away? Somebody could have screenshotted it before you had a second to do that. That's how it works, man. Once it's online, it's always fucking there, especially when you're a celebrity. Uh, this is one of the reasons why it's so hard to believe that he is this stupid. <laughs> I don't even know what to believe. It's just how can someone be that stupid? 
Do you think he will still name his baby after his mistress? Do you think? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Probably because of his wife, I'm assuming. Absolutely not. <laughs> now that the shit has come to light, absolutely not. Now, as of recording this episode, she, his wife, Bihati, has not commented publicly on this. Now, I hear that uh, paparazzi has taken photos of them out. I think they were shopping or something and holding hands. And a lot of people think that that's kind of like a staged kind of thing because all of this is going on and they're out. Oh, we got to go out to the public to be seen and let them know that we're fine. You know what I mean? Everybody's I doing it right now, though, because yeah. even like fucking Nia Long's husband cheated on her with the fucking cheerleader or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Was it a cheerleader? It was somebody of non-importance. I mean, damn. Like, why would you cheat on Nia? Like, oh, that's true. I mean, versus Nia Long. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Stupid ass. <laughs> Yo, Mello is speaking from emotion right now because Nia Long, just like many other black boys when they were young, and now on, on Fresh Prince. Oh, what? what? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, on anything. Yeah. Let's. She's back. Nia, it we're we're available. <laughs> we, we. I love it. We. We. Well, I can get her on the weekend. We. we. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is the professionally silly podcast. It wasn't me. <laughs> Girlfriend's lying, baby. It wasn't me. Anyways, what song is that? Ooh. That's a, that's Ooh. not Shaggy. That's something else. What song is that? Who who sings that? That's Soleil. You, no. Yeah. Is it? Soleil. That was Soleil. Oh, my God. Where did that just come from? Oh no, That's from, like, the 90s. What? Yo, my brain just, like, went on a whole fucking journey. When that's you think a- about it, we probably all know, like, Hundreds of songs in our heads, like somewhere in our brain, but we don't realize it until we hear the song and all of a sudden we remember the lyrics. Go look it up, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Okay. So, actually, I'm going to look it up right now. All right. Here Multitasking. Multi. Well, it's your turn. Oh. <laughs> We've all heard these conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. Um, There's a lot of them. There was one in particular about your girl, Queen Elizabeth. Not my girl, but continue. <laughs> so for a long time, you know, people have been saying that this lady is um, what's the word? Old reptilian. Oh, a lizard. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, have you seen I heard that? like the whole monarchy is lizards. <laughs> I heard about the entire government or lizards. Right, like right. Beyonce's a lizard. Like they go like, out and take their mask off. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've heard that crazy shit before. Yes. Yeah. So, I you know me, I'm all about doing some research. So. Anywho, what you mean, like National Geographics or some shit? It was like she was a lizard person. <laughs> so the Queen and Prince Philip are not human, right? That's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And like when I really went into it and went to like this thing called Ancient Aliens or whatever that they had a book on, they were saying like the blood is actually reptilian. So I'm not saying these folks are like lizards, but like the DNA. That makes sense. I guess, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So this guy, he said that yes, the Queen of England is reptilian. They said that she's dead, but that the Draco went to the great-grandson. Who the fuck is the Draco? Well, that's the constellation that they really come from. Well, like their planet? Yeah. Now they're aliens? And so that's why Diana was killed, they're saying. Because she was an alien? No, because she was just basically the Petri dish for the grandson, for that race or species. (laughs) 
So. <laughs> Are you fucking serious right now? No, for real. They think that the whole royal family descended from, you know, these reptilians <laughs> that come from the constellation of Draco. They only descended from racists. That's that's it. That's <laughs> That's wild. Go ahead. Is there more? And so they were unfounded for oh a long God, time. Oh my God, there's more. But in 1998, right? Okay. Time reported, Time Magazine. So this is a, a, a reputable news uh, magazine. Time Magazine. Okay. Reported that former BBC reporter, British Broadcasting Company, reporter David Icke published a book called The Biggest Secret, which claimed members of the royal family are nothing more than reptiles with crowns. <laughs> But it's not just the monarchs who've been targeted. Mm-hmm. They say President Joe Biden similar been accused of being a reptile. In 2021, I think they even fact-checked and like had different pictures of his earlobes and shit like that. He's you know? old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they say he looked snaky after he had a debate with Donald Trump. But it wasn't really a snake. It was really a rosary that he was wearing. So, you know, it's just bullshit. But <laughs> at the end of the day, when I really went down through it, this bitch was not a reptile. Well, and you know me, I'm I'm all for that shit, but she's not a reptile. I'm so, so can I be honest real quick? Go ahead. I'm super fucking relieved that you're saying this because I I thought you was just knew tell I was me. gonna be on the bandwagon. Yes, right? nigga, no. because you. <laughs> I, I live for that shit, right? Yes, I'm she's not hundred percent reptilian bitch. She's like, not a reptile. Okay, all she's right. not. Okay, now this is gonna fuck you up. Microsoft just revealed that Janet Jackson's song had the power to crash laptops. Even if it wasn't playing on them. So you're saying there's a Janet Jackson song <laughs> that can crash my laptop? Microsoft created Zoom. Why would I believe anything they fucking say? An investigation <laughs> into the mysterious system failures found that playing the music video didn't just crash the laptop it was on, but also caused others nearby to fail. Do you believe it? I mean, Play I, it right now. I do. Play the song. No. So the company's principal <laughs> software engineer said a colleague had recently shared a story with him from the days providing product support for Windows XP. A major computer manufacturer discovered that playing the video for Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation would crash certain models of laptops. Oh, certain models. Is it like the the beat or the frequency of the music? Or, or are they trying to say the song is demonic? Because I feel like... <laughs> it didn't even have to be the laptop that the music video was playing on. Simply playing the music video on the laptop would crash everything. It turns out that the song contained one of the natural resonant frequencies for the model of 54 RPM laptop hard drives that they and other manufacturers had. So it was crashing from the frequency like Is that. it just the video or is it like the, the entire song itself? The video. Oh, because I've watched and listened to both. So they're basically saying it's similar to an opera singer being able to shatter a glass by singing a particular tone. Does it matter the volume of the song? I don't know. Because sounds are simply acoustic waves. There's a wavelength or frequency for each material that can create the most vibration known as the medium's resonant frequency. For the affected laptops, which were shipped in approximately 2005. So this is like, you know, about the time we all graduated. Well, not me. Well, not you, but me. Yeah. Because you're an old bitch. Okay. According wow. to the vulnerability First report, of all, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it today, it shouldn't it shouldn't crash your laptop today. Okay. Well, I would hope not. And you know what? In 2005, I didn't have a laptop, so this wouldn't matter think, for me. Well, I had a desktop. I did too, but I don't remember specifically and I, and if I, I was, played that song. I was not getting on AOL just to fucking watch Oh yeah, there wasn't even a YouTube video. yet. No. There was oh my one. God. You've got mail. There wasn't a YouTube. Oh my God. What was life? Yahoo. MySpace. Yahoo. Uh-huh. Yahoo. Yahoo. 
Yeah, man, I used to be in those chat rooms all the time. I could have been like completely talking to like old Yo, ass men and had you no are idea. So right. We were talking to strangers like all was, the time. I was all up in the chat rooms. All the time. Especially on AOL. Oh my God. What? The teen chat Especially was on fucking. AOL. That was, was the lit. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of us talking shit was like an excuse to use curse words and shit. I'm going to go see if they still have that AOL chat room. Yo, see if uh, Black Planet they is still do. a thing. It is. Oh my God. Seriously? I actually checked it. Did not like recently. It is. I cannot. This is amazing. So you have more weird conspiracies? No. Okay. So. One, again, relieved that you don't believe that well, she's now. Well, my thing is this. I think there's other weird things going on. So who cares if she's a lizard? Like, who cares? So, you know, she died. I mean. At this point, if she was a lizard, there's nothing she can do. We're all fucking aliens, if you ask me. To hurt us now. Hey. Yo, Samantha just scared the living shit out of me. Right. <laughs> Yo, this is the Professionally Silly Podcast. You yeah. So, if you haven't heard yet, Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears were accused of molesting and grooming two children. Now, they made a, and if you're not aware, Tiffany Haddish is an actress slash comedian, and Aries Spears is a comedian and best known for his roles in uh, Mad TV. So, they made a comedy skit that involved them, and I, I use the word <laughs> comedy extremely lightly because that shit wasn't funny. I saw the skit. And it was just fucking gross. It was. It was gross. It was crazy. It was like a skit that was, I think it was actually called Through uh, the Eyes of a Pedophile or something it like was. that. It was. It wasn't funny. Yeah, no. So, I'll, you know, what the entire fucking why. Now, according to the Washington Post, the plaintiff, the person who was suing them, asked a federal judge in the U.S. District Court for Central, uh, for Central California to dismiss her lawsuit with prejudice. So... For those of you who don't know what that means, that means that this allegation cannot be filed again against them. Now, I mean, this is good news for Tiffany and Aries. I have no idea what's true or what has happened. I wasn't there. But I can say that that so-called skit was an extremely poor taste. It's crazy to think that the script was written. It was edited. It was casted. It was rehearsed. It, the cameraman filmed it in different angles, various mm. takes. And I'm sure a lot of these scenes were filmed more than once mm -hmm. so they can get the shot that they were looking mm -hmm. for. You know I'm saying? This, now, this is back in like 2013, 2014. And their parents allowed their kids to be in the skit. My question is, were their parents just excited by the fact that Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears were in the skit? I don't know, honestly. But I really don't. But the thing is that no one said anything in post- no one said anything during, uh, b before it was done, edited and shared. You know, there there is a reason it's it's so easy to find this video because they put it up. So 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 many steps went into creating this so-called skit, and no one at any time said, you know, this is probably super gross. Let's not continue this. You know, there's nothing funny about pedophile. No, not not this one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was gross. Like no one, so much goes into creating things like that. It was so much gross negligence, as they would call it. Yeah, literal <laughs> gross negligence. It was disgusting. Oh, look bro. at you! It was. <laughs> what the puns? <laughs> I know, right? Look what a damn court does. Look at you. <laughs> so now, according to TMZ and Deadline, the plaintiff who stayed, who was stated as Jane Doe, because you know her name has not been named, and. Uh, this this is what she said, and I quote: She stated this that she's known 
she and her family have known Tiffany Haddish for many years. And we now know that she would never harm me or my brother or help anyone else do anything that could harm us. We wish Tiffany the best and are glad that we can put all of this behind us. Man, that sounds like you got some money and, you know, you got some money. That Now, I did hear recently through other people, I can't, I don't really know the sources. This is all rumor and conjecture, but I did hear that there may have been a private settlement. I don't yeah, know if it was because, definitely. well, yeah, I don't know if it's because they were actually guilty or they just wanted this to end. So think about the Michael Jackson situation, right? Mm-hmm. Took him to court, whatever, so many times, and then they settled the settlements. And then y'all waited again after y'all got paid and mm-hmm. years went by to try to come back out and say, oh, you, you touched me. Mm-hmm. And he's also not now he's not even here to defend himself, which right. is like, you know, right. so this is all obviously insane. <laughs> and obviously, whether the case was dismissed or not, it's pretty much ruined her career. She's lost a lot of opportunities. Future gigs are canceled. Tiffany was actually asked by TMZ how how has this actually affected your career or how will it re- affect your career? And she responded and I quote, oh, I lost everything. All my gigs gone. Everything gone. I don't have no job, bro. End quote. <laughs> That's what she said. So she also remorse, uh, remorsely, uh, remorsefully <laughs> said in regards to the comedy skit that she and Aries made. Clearly, this is a quote. Clearly, while this sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all, and I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. And end quote. Obviously, she's fu- absolutely fucking right. Uh, but she's not the only person at fault for this so-called skit uh, for it even existing. Because what I want to know is who wrote it? Whose Man, idea was it? That's who needed to be sued. I'm curious about the person, about that person, and where their mind is. How about the casting director or anyone else behind the scenes of this? It takes more than three people to create some Facts. of these skits Facts. on these networks or large platforms, whatever. So I think it's just wild that it was filmed at all and absolutely no one involved thought to themselves, yeah, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So let me know what you guys think about this on the Professionally Silly Podcast group or the uh, Professionally Silly Podcast Twitter page at It's Pro Silly. I, I, again, I don't know what's going to happen with Tiffany or, or Aries's careers because right now he he's kind of on the <laughs> internet's getting him from both sides. He was talking shit about Lizzo and then there was this. So it's he's going through it too. So, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. It's the Professionally Silly Podcast. All right, people. I've got uh right, all right people. <laughs> I've got like who is this? So right, who, who is this? I, I just got like I got white as well. All right, everyone. <laughs> Read you a story. <laughs> so I, I got some news, some great news if you are a Rihanna fan. All right. Uh, actually I heard she prefers Rih- Rihanna. That's the real way to That's say the real it. way to say it, right? Rihanna. 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 Everybody says Rihanna. Yeah, I know. She said they just kind of gave her the name, but her name is Rihanna. <laughs> and the, I was like, what? Because I love Rihanna. Like, you know what I'm saying? Rihanna. It just, <laughs> I know Rihanna from college. She was cool. She had real good weed. All right. So <laughs> we used to work at Spencer's Gift. What do you want? <laughs> of course we were high. All right. So we've got great news about Rihanna. Uh, your girl is going to be headlining at the halftime Super Bowl will be held in Arizona on February 12th of next year. February, that's a hard word to say. And uh, I I gotta tell you this, I'm super excited about it because Rihanna has not performed live since, I I think it was like 2019. 
you know, and she hasn't put out any new music either. She's been super busy with her business deals and Fenty. I think we discussed this a while back mm. uh, on, on a podcast episode. She's making billions of dollars. Yeah, she's going to have time for music. But I got to tell you this. I'm really excited about this. And a lot of Rihanna fans are. Now, I also found out that Pepsi will no longer be the sponsor of the halftime show. Guess who's taking over? Ooh. Take no. I, I want you to guess. Guess one. Big Coke. ass company. Coke. No, it's not a soda company. <laughs> they didn't just switch sides. No, I'm joking. Um, what is the biggest? Ford. One of the biggest companies. Amazon. Oh, that is pretty big, but no. One more. Microsoft. Ew! You're holding an iPhone. God damn it! Apple, Apple. Music has taken that position. They are taking over yeah, Pepsi sponsorship. Thinking about him. Well, you know they make a lot of fucking money, and let me tell you why this is probably a good thing. This is this is really dope because that means that artists, most likely, who are not sponsored by Pepsi now have a chance to perform during the Super Bowl. So that that opens up the door to to so many artists who would love the opportunity to do a halftime show. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's kind of fucking dope. I'm 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 for it. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm I want to see what's gonna happen. Now it was also rumored that Taylor Swift was asked to headline the Super Bowl halftime show, but she turned it down. Apparently, she wants to re-record or remaster her uh, her first six albums first. She wants to concentrate on that or something like that. That's what it sounded like. I don't, I don't get it. But um, I'm not sure if this is true or not. This is all rumor. But the thing is, Riri is going to be up in this bitch. She actually confirmed that with a post on her Instagram that, uh, yeah, she will be headlining the 57th halftime Super Bowl. It is going to be fire. In her Instagram post, all you can see is like her hand holding a football. Like it's so dope. And you know it's her hand because of the tattoos and shit. You know it's her. So let me know on the Professional Silly Pod Group and or uh, It's Pro Silly Twitter page. If you could, or if you if you had an option, if you had a choice, who would you want to perform at the halftime Super Bowl show? Hmm. Like who who do you who would you like to see up there? Hmm. Right? I couldn't call it because I think I would want to see like Erica Badu. But does she have like up like uh, uh, songs? No. It's a halftime I don't want to see Bon Jovi. I don't want to see Bon Jovi. I want to see Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, and nobody else is good enough to be there. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of music, I have a little game that I want to play with Mello. And you can play as well. You can guess at home while you're listening in your car. Music is going to be involved here. So... I was listening to the Bird Show podcast and they had this thing where there was uh, their producer. No, no, it was one of their interns who was like a violinist and she was playing songs and they had to guess what the song was. Mm -hmm. And then they had someone else who had like, you know, those little recorders we used to play when we were like in like elementary school. There's like little fake ass plastic flutes. Uh They actually called recorders, which I think is weird. But (laughs) (laughs) somebody played those and said they can guess what the song was, which is very hard to to do because... That the instrument is useless. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so what I want to do since I don't have, I don't know how to play a violin. Never learned. Um, I don't have a recorder, and if I did, I wouldn't want to use it. It's annoying as fuck. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna whistle. I'm gonna whistle and see if you can guess that tune. Okay. 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 All right, listeners, you ready? Here we go. Here's the first one.
<laughs> what song is that? Oh my god, you really don't know? That wasn't me. No, you want me to tell you? Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. What, what is it? What is it? Um, what was it? It was I Wanna Be Down by Brandy. Let's do another one. Here we go. <laughs> like you almost had it. I was, bitch. I was dying. It is hilarious. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. That's I like the, that's the intro to a song, but it's also the beat that goes out through the entire song. And we literally just, I accidentally mentioned it earlier in the podcast. That's your hint. I said something, I was like, oh, and I stopped talking. That doesn't help. All right. So the song, Lovers and Friends. I got one more. One more. Here we go. I don't like that I'm not getting this. Like, right? We'll I, have to do it again. I, I was getting it last time. I don't like yeah. It. So, so no. We'll have to do it again okay. on another episode. But here's an, here's here's the last one. Here we okay. go. Okay. Sammy. Yes. Uh, I like it. Finally, I, I like the one. way you look at me. Yeah, little Sammy. I, I like the way you look at me. Ain't no more. Yeah, yo, he's a grown ass man. <laughs> yo, he he grown as fuck. <laughs> yo, he's in a group with like Ray J and uh, Bobby Valentino and Pleasure P. Why? <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right. So last week we also talked about something else that I was going to tell you about. Okay. So apparently there is an 83-year-old man who resides in London, England, who revealed that he has actually conceived 30 children Whoa. with 24 different women. Whoa. His youngest baby mama is 32 years old. Whoa. Yo, this man has 37 grandchildren. Whoa. 11 great-grandchildren. What the fuck? And nine great-great-grandchildren. How old is he? He's 83. And y'all thought Nick Cannon had a lot of fucking kids. That nigga has a fucking country. I'm telling you, bro. Like, for real. Oh, my God. What if Nick Cannon heard about this dude and then decided to, like, I don't know, do him one up? Like, get the get the, get the the win here? He, he He's in, like, his own competition in his head mentally. Like, I'm going to have more kids than that motherfucker, you know? <laughs> what if all the women come forward and say that they're really sex trafficked and forced to fucking have his babies? Jesus Christ, that was dark. Wouldn't that be horrible? <laughs> Professionally silly podcast. <laughs> That's a that's a great way to end that segment. <laughs> Thank you for that 
dark ass joke. Uh, let's lighten the mood a bit here. Uh, <laughs> let's jump from sex trafficking to something good. Uh, so I have, like I said earlier, some extremely exciting news. So I listened to a podcast. I listen to it currently, and it's called Sisters Who Kill Podcast. And I told you guys about them a while back. So there are two black women and they cover true crime cases involving black people. And I got to say, as a true crime enthusiast, I have noticed that a lot of true crime content that is available out there, it's usually about a white person discussed by white people. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. You know, they do a great job sharing the stories and the informations of these cases. And I do support and watch and, and slash listen to their content. But it's it's just nice to hear two black women discussing cases that are not discussed on other platforms and and obviously being a black woman myself i relate to their vernacular and their humor it's dope and they are also from atlanta too so i love them even more uh, you know so they bring a lot of relatable views to their show and i'm super fucking glad that i found it so i highly recommend them uh sisters who kill Check out that podcast. So anyway, I emailed them after hearing during one of their episodes, they had an advertisement special for black female businesses at, you know, for ad space on their show. And I told them how much I enjoy their podcast. And I, I told them about my YouTube channels and my podcast. And I, you can imagine my shock when they responded to me and they, they were, they are actually going to create an ad for the professionally silly podcast and put it on their podcast, on their platform. So, And I got a great deal for it, too. They hooked your girl up. <laughs> so the Professionally Silly Podcast will be getting its very first ad. Actually, second ad, because I said Goddamn Podcast did it as well, which is really sweet. And I didn't ask them to. They just enjoyed it and shouted it out. So that was kind of cool. So this is the first one that I've ever paid for. Like my first business move, you know, involving advertisement of the pod. So I'm really excited about that. I'm feeling grown as fuck right now. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, uh, they even mentioned, and this is the fun part here, that they might be interested in joining me on a paranormal blacktivity investigation <laughs> so for the YouTube channel, for my uh, paranormal channel. So I'm here for it. That would be awesome as fuck. And, uh, and that's like paranormal blacktivity four times if you're there. I'm here for it. Well, you are here for it. So there we go. So yeah, uh, three creative black queens and one king. Okay. And we're, we're over here talking to the spirits. That sounds like a good video. So that should be terrifyingly fun. So I'm guys, I'm going to do every can, everything I can to earn new listeners. I really do think that more people would really enjoy the silly that I provide. And I just, I, here's the thing. I just want to, I want to make people smile and, 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 actually use my performance arts degree that'd be great because there are a lot of people in this world with degrees that they don't that they don't use you know what i'm saying so your girl is, is trying to build a business my dream is to entertain people and to eventually have my own production company and i would love to work with creators that people haven't heard of and give them a platform to grow but before i can help other small creators i gotta help myself so <laughs> <laughs> i can't help you grow if i'm small too so i have <laughs> I, I gotta grow and i also have i still have a lot to learn as well and i just want to show people how much talent is out there people with amazing creativity that you may not know exists yet i am inspired by taz and mara uh from the sister who kill podcast they're amazing black women out there doing the damn thing chasing the dream and even catching it, that is dope as fuck. I, I hope they know that they actually have inspired 
many other black women. There's no telling how many, but I guarantee I'm not the only one. And they will always be honorary boo things on the Professionally Silly podcast. So that's, that's dope. So uh, if there's anything you can take from this podcast episode, it's a man's sperm will work no matter how old he is. <laughs> I mean, he's 83 years is old with a nine-year-old child. From the podcast? Yeah, that's, that's what you should take. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need y'all to start wearing condoms or getting vasectomies. This is crazy. Professional silly life rules. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much for listening. And Melo, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate that. It's awesome. It's always fun recording with you. Oh, that's right. Check out the tea kettle. <laughs> this podcast. You're joining me. I'm joining you. Yeah, Thanks for having me on your show, Melo. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show, It's good to be here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform that you're using, as well as the tea kettle. You want to be notified. When, when new episodes go up. Also, do your girl a favor and leave a five-star review and written review on this podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to. That'd be amazing. Check out the podcast Twitter and Instagram at It's Pro Silly. And, of course, check out the Professionally Silly Pod Group on Facebook. Hmm. And also, if you, I would like to start this eventually where you guys call in or email in or text or what have you and share some of your experiences. Maybe you have some advice. Maybe you want to vent. Maybe you have something you want to confess anonymously. Let me know. Let's do this. I want to have you guys to become a part of the podcast. I want it to be an inclusive experience. 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 I like that. If you will. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you can give me a call or text me at my Google Voice number, 805 805- Six six four one eight two eight is down below in the show notes along with my email, which is it's professionally silly at gmail.com. So check out the show notes once again for more bonus information, uh, as well as my all my most used social media platforms. It's all down there. And for those of you who are interested in writing or sending things, the P.O. Box is also down below. Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia 30250. Once again, it's your audible boothang, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. You don't sound silly. I sound professionally. You sound professional. (laughs) You don't sound silly. But come on, take it seriously with me right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. There you go. There you go, right, right. (laughs) Who is this person? Like, once again, who is this person? Why are you here? Like, bitch, say goodbye. Goodbye. I'll see you guys the week after next. It's silly out here, y'all. Why we gotta go so long? We're done. Probably gonna go so long. We got to next so far away. Yeah, I know. Remember the new format? <laughs> we out this bitch. It's silly out here.